Dirtbag Geocaching Society. This is D Force from the Dirtbag Geocaching Society, and I'm so DGS. <laughs> Dirtbag Geocaching Society podcast. I'm Cash Roberts. Hey, this is Drizza. Here we are in Rock Hill, South Carolina, Geocoin Fest, US 2011. Live from Las Vegas, we got one of our favorite dirtbags, D-Force. Hey, D-Force, how's it going? D-Force, how you doing today? Yeah, great event. It's uh, good to see people here. I uh, hope to make it to the next one. So, D-Force, premium member only geocaches versus, versus basic member geocache. Which side of the fence do you stand on this debate? As far as the geocaches go for premium member-only geocaches, I don't see really a big use for them. I don't use them that much. And I like I like being a premium member for some of the benefits for running PQs. All right, D-Force, what is your take on the new challenges type of geocaches that geocaching.com has created? Yeah, yeah. as far as challenges, some of them are interesting. Most of them are, are um, don't seem to be received that popularly. I, I think it's kind of a substitute. They're trying to come up with a, a substitute for restoring the virtuals. If it were me, I'd like to see the virtuals in some form or other make their way back. Many geocaches hide geocaches inside or directly on electrical boxes. Is this a safe practice? I have had electrical box hides. I don't think they're particularly dangerous. I mean, it depends how it's done. There's an inherent risk in, in, in your activities. So, there are some extreme geocaches that hide geocaches in storm drains. Is this, would you believe, a form of trespassing? Is it against the guidelines for geocaching.com? I don't know. I guess technically it's not trespassing unless it's posted as no trespassing. Yeah, I've never heard of it being a trespassing. I have seen culverts and washes where it has been posted uh, no trespassing, and I've avoided those, but I don't think that... I mean, that's, I'm not a legal expert, but I don't really think that's a form of trespassing. It doesn't bother anybody. Right. So, no. I think that, personally, I find them, I think they're fun, and, and I, I'll try to do them when I get a chance to do them. So I, I certainly don't think they should be banned or anything like that. You just use due caution, that's all. That's right. There are plenty of micros out there for everyone, I guess. That yeah, there's more than enough. I mean... Yeah, I mean, the world doesn't need another lampster I mean, You get it. you got that right. <laughs> While you're geocaching, what is your favorite stuff maneuver? When hunting for geocaching in a crowded area. I.e. talking on the phone, reflecting best. What do you do? You know, I, I mean I, honestly, uh, it, it depends on, you know, the best thing to do is kinda know where the hide is and, and, and then after you after you found a few you kinda you get a sense of, of how a typical hide is. Uh, honestly, uh, I don't do too much stealth. I just try to size up the situation. And if you're deliberate and not looking like you're looking around too much, if you're deliberate and you go fairly quick and uh, make the grab and do your thing and get it back and keep moving, you know, not too fast, not too slow, uh, I found that most of the time you're running fewer problems that way. We have found there are times when geocachers come across cache owners that delete logs for whatever reason. D-Force, how do you deal with these log deleters, as we call them? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't actually had too many log deletions. I think technically by, you know, the guidelines, if you find a, if you find a cache inside the log, you technically have met the requirements for that and shouldn't be deleted. 
D-Force, should there be a minimum sign count for new geocachers before they can put out their first hide? There's really no rule on that. I think, I think generally it's good that you have a few finds on your belt before you put out hides just so you, you, you get the gist of it. But I can tell you, Airborne Daddy, I think he had 30 hides out before he had 30 finds or close to it, and he had some of the best, most creative uh, hides of being the ones I've ever found. So that's not a hard and fast rule. I think I, I try to I try to urge people to put out a hide about one hide for every 50 caches they find. Maybe uh, maybe 100 is probably a good ratio. But um, I, I wouldn't again it goes to creativity. People have they bring in new blood and new ideas. And lo and behold, if they really put themselves to it, they come up with a great hide with with almost no no find. So I wouldn't I would not discourage somebody from putting out a, a hide just because they don't have too many finds. Yeah, I think you're right. There are hiders and there are finders, and there are a good mixture of both out there. Yeah, absolutely. You are considered the king of tracking icons on your profile page. Tell us about that. Well, I do have a few. I mean, that's that's one of the things that motivates me in this hobby is is, uh, is discovering coins and, and getting icons. And uh, I mean, I'm I'm certainly not top in the world in terms of finds. I'm probably uh, probably certainly in the top five, but I probably have more icons than anybody I've come across. But I don't know, just something I like to do. And I go to I go to uh, events like GeoCoin Fest supposed to be a mega event, but I think there's only about 10 or 50 people here right now or so, but uh, anytime I go to an event, I'm always uh, bugging people for uh, coins, and, and I, I do I do searches in my area for any new coins and, and caches, and I, I, I've driven 50 miles to find a coin, so I, if I can get a new icon, um, I will do that, so that's one of the things that motivates me. What we didn't tell you is uh, we like to play the dozens here at the Dirtbag Geocaching Society. What the dozens are, we have 12 questions. You have to pick one or the other as an answer. So okay. it goes so it goes like this. The first one, GeoCoin or TB? You have to pick one. Go. GeoCoin. Macro or micro? No, macro. Ammo can or lock and lock? Ammo can. GPS or smartphone? GPS. Virtual or challenge? Virtual. Letterbox or where I go? Letterbox. Geocaching or open caching? Uh, geocaching. Earthcache benchmark? Uh, Earthcache. Phone a friend or a hint? Uh, probably phone a friend. That's always better. Fanny <laughs> pack or walk-in stick? Ooh, man, that's a tough one, man. You, you've got to pick one. Go ahead. Uh, oh, man. Uh, I wouldn't say, would say walk-in stick. I'm going to say fanny pack. Ah, permission or forgiveness? I think forgiveness is probably Well, you are a dirtbag. <laughs> <laughs> and your favorite, D-Force, Hollybush or Lamposter? Oh, yeah. Well, that's easy, man. Uh, Hollybush is incredible, man. Yeah, so I, I'd, have to, I'd have to do the Lamposter. Right, and that, that was the dozen. Now, for you, D-Force, we've got two more. Here we go. You got to answer them quickly. Here we go. Smart car or Mini Cooper? The smart car. Ah, C17 or C5? C17. 
Ah, we can do this all day, but we're going to cut this off right now. Wait, wait a minute, I think somebody's coming. Hey, here comes Ed Hardhat. Hey, Andy, what you got to say? Hey, my favorite group out in geocaching world is the Dirtbag Geocaching Society. You guys are left. Hey, shout out to uh, Yogo, Scott Seegers, Susan Currents, Signal the Frog. Thanks for letting us come here today. We had a great time. The Geopoint Fest Committee. Your hospitality is tremendous. Hey, thanks for helping us set up today. Thanks for the shower. Thanks for the shower. Thanks for this dirt baggy today. You'll figure that out later. Geocoin Fest US 2011. All right, thanks, guys. We'll see y'all next time. Yeah, come on down. Dirt Bag Geocaching Society.